Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rich Perry here, and I'm joined as always by my number one Texan, Lawrence Pipkin. Lawrence, how are we doing today? Doing great, Rich. Doing great. How is everything with you today, sir? Oh, man, I couldn't, couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. And little update from last week. I'll tell you what. Lawrence Pipkin and I had a, had a great coaching session right here on the radio show. Numbers were going up, so a lot of people enjoying the, the, the coaching that we provided. And there might be some opportunity to do things just like that in the near future where we'll not only be inviting and interviewing the guests from the series, but there might be a couple times in the very near future where Lawrence and I will be giving you an in-depth look at what goes on within the change community, providing updates, and, all, and also strategies from our own little world, which, you know, can be pretty impressive or scary at times, depending on who you are and your per- personal perspective. But uh, numbers were good last week, a lot of good feedback. And I'm happy to say that the book that Lawrence and I have been talking about for a while, Bank Rolling Your Mind, will be going to the press pretty soon. And uh, we're in the final stages of getting that underway. And, it, and it's all thanks to joining the Change Book Series. I mean, Lawrence and I were friends long before that, but that was, that, I would say that's the real catalyst behind what we're doing. Wouldn't you say that, Lawrence? Oh, can you hear me? Sorry, I yeah, I had to I had to mute. I started sneezing for some reason, but I'm good now. Um, no, I agree 100. percent If uh, if we hadn't become part of the change group series, I'm not quite sure how we would have approached uh, the things that we're doing now. Uh, it's definitely given us perspective, and as you guys all know, I'm a big big uh, advocate of developing as many different perspectives as you can for your life and for your business and for your well-being, for your health, uh, for everything surrounding success. Uh, it requires perspective. And I think the change group, and when I say change group, I mean the individuals in the change book series are just amazing at both offering their wisdom as well as 
that different perspective. Uh, I think that the moment you begin to think that your way is the only way is, is when you're really making a mistake and uh, being able to always step back and listen to that new perspective and listen to that new way of doing things and really listen to people who are making substantial changes in a positive direction in their life and in the lives of other people is incredibly empowering. So um, if you guys are not engaged with members of the change book series, um, jump in there, begin getting engaged with these people. They're, like I said, they're not only talented and amazing at what they do. Some of them are quite funny. So (laughs) (laughs) if you know Rich and I, we like to laugh and uh, these guys make us laugh all the time. Definitely. And, and going back on what Lawrence was just saying about fresh new perspectives, we've got some, we've got an author on the line today who definitely has a fresh new perspective. So we're going to bring him in in just a moment, but here's a little bit about today's guest. Today we'll be speaking with George Lynch, who is a co-author in book 11 and his chapter is called the diamond kid. The young uh, George Lynch is a young man on a mission. At the age of 24, George is currently a self-empowerment and motivational speaker for students, young adults, and professionals. He's also a licensed real estate agent. Growing up in the South, uh, South Bronx, George has overcome many obstacles and heard no quite often. He has a deep personal desire for helping others understand that you must live with passion and push through every no that comes your way and turn it into a lesson on how to achieve a yes. And we're pleased to uh, introduce our one of our newest co-author buddies, George Lynch, to the Change Book Radio so- Show. George, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So, George, you're chapter is called the diamond kid now i briefly explained a little bit about it but go ahead and tell the listeners i know your book is brand new change book 11 only came out a few weeks ago so there's probably still a lot of people that maybe haven't ordered it online or maybe they haven't gotten it from you directly or one of the other co-authors go ahead and take just a moment and tell us your personal story and a little bit about your chapter. Okay, so my personal story is ultimately I uh, grew up in the South Bronx, and you know I experienced a lot of different you know obstacles growing up. You know, as far as you know, being homeless. You know, growing up with a single parent. You know, not having a father figure around, and having uh, different mentors, and using basketball as a, as a vehicle to ultimately propel me to you know get out of my neighborhood and things of, of that nature. But ultimately, my story, my my. Uh, Chapter is just, you know, showing how uh, you can go from, you know, not understanding what you really want to do, but not understanding you have a life purpose, and you can fulfill that no matter what you go through. And I always say uh, you can overcome anything you undergo, and that's something I had to uh, learn, and that's ultimately what my, my, my uh, chapter is honing in on, that that. that that understanding of no matter what, there's always a way to, to overcome whatever it is you're going through. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up in the South Bronx, and, and I'm, I'm not in any way pigeonholing that area, but we all know city life 
it's got obstacles. I mean, it, it's got, there's all kinds of things, all kinds of uh, trials that you're going to have to face that maybe some kids in a wealthier or a well-to-do area didn't have to overcome growing up. You know, I mean, you said you, you had uh, family issues. There was, you know, certain things that you had to go through and your chapter really does a good job of explaining what the things that you went through, whether it was you had uh, difficulties in school, you had, you know, even as simple as relatives who kind of put you down at times, or maybe they didn't do it on purpose, but, you know, they said certain things that other people could have taken to heart and allow that to define themselves and allowed it to be an excuse for not achieving more in school and not pushing themselves to college. What is it about you that you said, I'm not going to listen to what other people are telling me. I'm going to continue forward. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to push myself to read better, uh, go to college, graduate. What is it about you that made you want to do those things rather than just being someone that accepted the life that you were handed. Just understanding that I deserve more and I wanted more for myself. I had a bigger, a bigger vision for myself ultimately than what, you know, I wasn't nearsighted. I saw that there was much more ahead that I can accomplish and do no matter my uh, current circumstances and just my uh, resilience. You know, my mom used to always say I was hardheaded and I didn't listen and what I learned was I can use that in a positive way. It doesn't have, you can be hard-headed, but it can be for positive, you know, use. So that's ultimately about what, what, what's one thing about me that helped me to not settle for those circumstances at that time. Just understanding that this is just a small part of my life. You know, that doesn't have to be the end all tell all of who I am. And I knew, you know, my passion and my uh, humble beginnings ultimately was my motivation to shoot for something uh, much bigger. Excellent, excellent. I'm going to pass it off to my partner in crime, Lawrence, because I'm sure he's got some good questions for you. Lawrence, you there? I am. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, good. I was having a, some little technical difficulties, but I think I'm back. George, very nice to meet you. Uh, oh, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed your chapter very, very much. Um, one of the things that I guess kept stepping out to me was something that you just spoke about with Rich and saying that you're resilient and how you learn to use it in a positive way and that it doesn't necessarily mean the way that people see you or talk about you is the way that you see yourself or talk about yourself. So yes, sir. my question, I, I guess for you is when you're, when you're mentoring younger, younger folks or, or people that, or trying to use a different venue to change their circumstances, how do you empower them to find that within themselves the way that you have done the same? Uh, I would say, you know, one, I like to ask young, young, younger folks, ultimately, what is your passion? You know, what is something that you are passionate about that you would do no matter what, even if you didn't get paid to do it, something that you just love and enjoy to do? You know, and, and if you work towards that thing, you can have a, live a fulfilling life, you know. There's a, there's a saying, you know, let your where your heart is, that's where your treasure lays. 
So that's like I, I like to ask kids that, uh, what is something you love to do? You know, it could be sports, it could be cooking, it could be, you know, dealing with numbers. And that's one thing I do to kind of draw out, you know, whatever uh, I like to say, you know, greatness seed. We all have a seed of greatness in us, but we have to plant that seed. And ultimately, you know, learning what your true passion is, is what helps you to find yourself as a person ultimately. And when you're when you're speaking to those kids, and I'm going to be one of those kids right now, and you and you're <laughs> telling me, well, Lawrence, what is your passion? You know, what do you want to do that even if you didn't get paid, you would do it? And I said, well, you know, George, I I love cooking, we'll say, or gardening, but where I'm at, I I can't do it. And people tell me that I don't have the skills for this. And I'm sure you tell me I can plant a seed, but I don't have the water for it. I don't have the resources. And so I'm just going to let that seed die. What do you What do you tell those kids that are going to be a little more hard headed like you were, or maybe even a little slower like I am? <laughs> okay. Well, I would say one: you don't want that seed to die because you don't know how what 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 tree that seed can grow to be. And ultimately, you're doing yourself and the world a disservice when you don't plant that seed because there's someone you know as young as you are. There's someone uh, depending on you. You don't even know it. You know, there's someone who uh, you can impact their life in a positive way and, and be that motivation and say, wow, look, if he did it, I, I can do it too. And ultimately, giving up on something and you don't know what it, what it could bring, it's probably one of the hardest things to do. You know, that living with that uh, sense of what if, that's the hardest thing to live with, a what if. So I would explain to them that the what if is something that you don't want to live with, so you want to pursue every, every, everything you have no matter what. And also, if, if you feel you don't have the resources right now, you know, with, with uh, today's, you know, generation, we have access to the Internet, uh, access to books. I would say go and read on it. You, don't, you can teach yourself. You know, I have an uncle who uh, is a, trade, a tradesman, and he went and, 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 and taught himself how to be a carpenter on his own just by reading. And that's something today a lot of uh, today's generation they don't like to do. They don't like to read. And I, I, I would also just say to them, you know, the more you learn, the more you earn. So go out and read. You may not have the actual tangible uh, certain skills that you need at the moment, but the one skill you have is uh, your, your your knowledge and yourself, and you can use that to propel you to do anything you want to do. I think that's amazing, and uh, and and I hope people are listening because you're you're a young man. You're you're in your twenties, and you're saying things like, if you don't follow through, if you don't do that thing that you're passionate about. It's that it creates that emptiness inside of you, and it and and that's that beginning stages of of regret that will last for your entire life. Who yes. did you get that from, and where? Who instilled that in you at such a young age? Because so many people wait their entire life to actually make that realization. So help us out. <laughs> well, as I said, I like to take my own advice, and it's just reading, you know. And there's a saying uh, this gentleman uh, shared, and he said, sometimes we're too soon old and too late smart. So when I think of that, I say, I don't want to grow up too fast. And that's something we used to always, a lot of us want to do sometimes, we grow up too fast until we become adults and we have responsibilities. And then we're too, too, too late smart. We start to learn things too late. We start to learn things, and we're like, wow, if I knew that a year ago, I would have acted on it. So right now, in my, my stage of my life, I say to myself and others, I cut the learning curve. 
You know, I use people who either are where I want to be or have been where I was and, 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 and uh, you know, didn't follow through with it in whatever way. And I use them and say, I'm going to cut the learning curve and I'm going to, you know, maximize my potential. So that's, that's what uh, helps me to, to, to do and, and to learn and to go out and digest information and to, to be able to, to talk to you guys the way I'm talking to you right now. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. And are you currently in New York, George? Or uh, yes, sir. yes, sir, I am. I'm in New York. I'm in uh, Syracuse. New York. And, oh, Syracuse. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So maybe if you could give us a, a little hint of the passion that George is feeling right now and that passion that gets him out of bed in the morning. What does that look like for you? My passion uh, ultimately is, I look at it, is, is a pretty funny thing in, 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 uh, is in Japan. Well, you know, it's a little drastic, but when you're on death row, they don't tell you what when your day is that you'll, you'll be, uh, you know, sentenced to be uh, executed. So it's a little drastic, but I look at it. I look at my life in that aspect a little bit. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I'm, you can be here today, and you can be gone, gone today. So I think every day I wake up, I have opportunities to do something that someone else isn't able to do. So that's my motivation. Ultimately, just being able to impact as many lives as possible, that's also my motivation. That's awesome. And I know – I don't know if you know about – if you know this about me, George, but I worked with children for a couple of years and one of the driving forces for me working with the kids in a therapeutic setting was seeing the look in their eyes. Because a lot of times when I, what I was working in mental and behavioral health, so it might be a little bit different than the mentoring you're providing, but regardless, a lot of times kids get these, you know, harmful, maybe negative uh, suggestions from the outside world, whether it's parents or uh, teachers or, you know, older siblings or whatever, just people instilling these limiting beliefs, just like you said in your chapter, I think it was your grandmother that said, you're going to be in school until you're gray. And a lot of times kids hear this stuff and they believe it. And it creates these limiting beliefs It creates limiting decisions. It creates, uh, lack of self-worth and they, they don't think that they're good enough to have that rock star dream and to really shoot for the stars. And when you're in the position that you're in and you're able to mentor these children and show them a the different side of the coin, to show them the brighter side, to show them that all things are possible and that they have unlimited potential as long as they apply themselves. I know for me, seeing that spark in that child's eyes and to see that flame ignited, like, Oh, you know, I can do this. It, this is something that I can do. How does that make you feel? I'm, I, for me, it made me feel all sorts of awesome because I was helping to empower some young child who maybe didn't have that otherwise. And I was that source of inspiration or I'd like to think that I was, you know, what is it? Does, what is it? Share with the people what that does for you, because I'm curious to know from your perspective. Well, for me, man, it, it, it excites me tremendously because I didn't have that. So when and most and why I do what I do ultimately is just because when I see these kids, I see myself. 
And some of the things that I'm able to share with them, no one ever shared with me. So just the excitement on their face and when they come back and and, and or, they, or they see me or they talk to me whenever it is and they're like, wow, they tell me what they're doing and just it's so uh, gratifying. Like the best feeling in the world. I can't explain it. It's just like I feel accomplished. And if you can do that five, ten times over, that's the best feeling in the world. You know, being able to help someone else figure out or understand themselves even better and go on to exercise their potential is one of the best feelings in the world. And that's, you know, a little bit uh, of how it feels for me, if that answers your question. Oh, absolutely. And and let me go a little bit further just for the listeners that maybe they're not in the world of self-help. So allow me to share a little gem and George, feel free to hop in if this resonates with you. And if this is something that you know as well, a lot of times people that pick certain niches, whether it's a health coach, you know, an empowerment coach, a business coach, whatever the niche is, a lot of times it's because that person struggled tremendously in that area. They know what it's like to be defeated, to be knocked down, to be beaten senseless in finances or love or business or to have no sense of self-worth. And people, coaches, you know, these coaches, they don't want to let other people experience those things. That's why we do the things that we do. That's why we're in the field of coaching, mentoring, and providing that quality service because we know what it's like to be down and out. And we don't want other people to feel that way. Just like George, you just said a moment ago, you knew what it was like to have people throw negative beliefs at you, negative suggestions or limiting decisions. You know, you knew what it was like to have troubles with self-confidence or reading and and things of that nature. And you don't want other people to feel that way. And I know that's me personally. I know that's Lawrence and, and I'm glad that you're saying it's you too. And for the listeners out there, when you meet someone who's a, a health coach, empowerment coach, a uh, business coach, success coach, find out their story because uh-huh. many times they didn't just fall into this. It wasn't like they drew the card and that's what it said and they just played the game. It's because they know what it's like to be on the other side and we don't want people to feel the way that we felt and it gives us immense gratification and satisfaction to see other other people triumphing and, and succeeding where we failed it took us a year to do now it's going to take you a week to do you know and share share some with us george and you're 100 percent right because what you're saying makes so much sense just because uh it's almost better than when I achieve something. When I see someone, you know, I'm helping them not deal with the things I I dealt with. And that's, uh, as you just said, that's one of the best feelings in the world, you know. And it's I'm not doing this uh, for, for any type of reward or any, like, gratification or, you know, cash or anything like that. It's just ultimately the, the, the potential that you can help, some, the, the, the aspect that you can help someone, you know, not go through the things you've dealt with. 
and experience them and have the hardship you had. It, it's just a amazing feeling. Definitely. So, and and that's the one important thing that I think. I mean, I know there's a lot of important things, but that's the what's one of the key components that. I certainly want more people to realize and recognize about the self-help industry, the self-growth, personal development. You know, coaches like us, we don't want people to feel that way. We know what it's like to to just be down and out. And it it like George, you said it bet you said it you said it uh awesome in that it brings us even more satisfaction seeing you succeed, seeing people, younger people succeed where we had those struggles, you know, and that's what, that's why we do this. Uh, I know Lawrence wants to hop in for a second. Lawrence, what do you got for George? Or what do you have for insight? uh, (laughs) Well, when you guys, it's funny because of the perspective that we have from either where we come from or the influences we've had in our life or simply how the structure of our brain works. In, in your chapter, George, when I read the same thing that, uh, that Mitch was talking about where your grandmother said, you're going to be in school until you're gray, when I first read that, I was like, cool. <laughs> How cool is it that your grandmother wants you to be in school until you're gray? I'm like, she wants you to learn your entire life. I was like, that's badass. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That wasn't the perspective at all. <laughs> no. So, and that's one of the things that I like to do when, when people, whether they be family, friends, uh, people mean well, will tell you things like, well, you know, I think that's awesome what you're doing, but maybe you should keep your job uh, so that way, you know, you have something to fall back on. I always love when people bring those negative things to me because then I kind of act like that idiot who looks at them and says, oh, my God, thank you so much because – what you just said just turns everything around for me. And I know that because I'm going to do this, this is going to happen. And they just look at me like, did you not understand what I just said to you? And I don't let it impact me at all. So I know that you probably have a million stories like that. Uh, Is there something that jumps out on you that you didn't share in your chapter of those types of people? Because you know what? We all experience those people every single day. So what is a George strategy that could help us get through that. To get through that, I would say ultimately those things, those negative things, you want to think as I talked about planting a seed. And what do you need? What, what does a seed need to grow? It needs dirt, right? So if you think of yourself as a seed and those negative things they're telling you as that dirt, which is ultimately soil, which has minerals, which helps the seed grow, and you use those things as as that soil. It just helps you ultimately grow your, your your greatness seed, and that's how I look at it. That's my my positive take on it. So, you know, you use that dirt to, and you use those bad things, whatever it is they're saying, as motivation to just push you towards whatever it is you're working towards. Exactly. I know that right now, uh, Rich is probably thinking about a, a quote that I told him yesterday from from our book where the uh, prettiest flowers bloom by the shithouse. Hey, there you go, man. (laughs) So I encourage everybody, just just like George is doing, to, you know, take all of that and, you know, let it make you beautiful in whatever way Mm -hmm. that 
you desire to be beautiful. And I even, see... even, even... Go, ahead. Go ahead, George. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I... Oh, I was just yeah. going to say, uh, even more, you know, sometimes we, we don't want, we need to understand that the bad things that happen to us is it, it's, if you have a positive mindset, those, those things, those are hard times are, are even more needed sometimes because if you didn't have bad, then you have nothing to compare the good to. So sometimes we get down, we have bad times, or we're like, oh, but you need the bad in order to appreciate the good. So even for myself growing up, the, all, everything that I went through only makes me appreciate what I have now and makes me want to work harder. And sometimes you run from bad, but we need that balance. If life was always all good, it, it would have no real value because you would just go through like this is – it would be boring. You need a little bit of both. Certainly. Exactly. 100%. And I'm looking at your website and going back to the seed metaphor, I see on your website there's a picture of a big tree and your little headline up there is seed to success. So I'm yes, assuming sir. that you you frequently use that metaphor, especially when you're planting that seed of inspiration in with the younger generation. So I, I that's, it was it was great to hear you saying it as I was looking at your website and I'm seeing it right in front of me. So that was a, a pretty cool uh, experience right there. And I'm curious, what is on the horizon for George Lynch? What do you have going on? I mean, you're a young guy and, you know, us young cats got to stick together. What was it? about the change because the old guy over there he's laughing he because he, he always because he always makes fun of me about you know the age thing but uh george what was it about yes. the change community that attracted you to want to write a chat who to join the change book i mean it's it's not every day that a 24 year old says, I'm going to write a book and then goes out and does it. You know, I mean, that's, that's something to receive credit about. I mean, got to give props where props are due. What was it about the change that attracted you? I'm curious. So uh, pretty much what attracted me ultimately is I like to say it was God, first of all, because God put it in front of me and writing a book is always something I wanted to do you know, actually funny because of my background and, you know, the challenges I, I dealt with. And I met a gentleman by the name of Michael Cole. I was uh, in New York at a networking event. And I shared with him, you know, my uh, desire to write a, to potentially write a book. But I had someone kind of put a damper on it and say, hey, George, that'd be great. But what you want to do is you want to kind of establish yourself first to give that reader a reason to read the book. And I ran with that for a little while. And I shared that with Michael. And he, uh, Kind of just educated me on a few things, and after he 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 shared that with he shared what he shared with me, I thought to myself, my life can be something that would make that reader want to keep reading my uh, you know my story and how I share it. It doesn't always have to be you know success, and it ties into I, what I talk about even why why I speak because sometimes we get this misconception of uh. Even with athletes and, 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 and young kids nowadays, they see kids want instant gratification because they're all, all they're seeing is this athlete go from maybe high school 
maybe he's skipping college or he does one year of college and now he's in the NBA. And they don't understand that there's so many things that come with success before you you reach to, if you want to call it, being on TV or, or whatever it may be. So just for me, wanting to write the book gives me the, the voice and the platform to share my message and to show people you don't have to be some well-renowned uh, artist or whoever it may be to do something of this nature. We all are special and we all have something of value that we can share with people that would be interesting or that can be uh, empowering or anything of, of that sort. I love it. I love it. And I'm I'm glad that – and you, you and Michael are in the same book. I know that you're, I have got the book sitting right here in front of me, and you're both in book 11. So I'm glad that you got a chance to meet Michael at a networking event. I know he's good people. And I'm sure you guys have had a bunch of opportunities to meet, network, and connect. And I'm glad that you took his advice rather than the other person's advice because you absolutely have a story. And I would certainly encourage you to share your story as much as possible for those that are younger than you. I mean, you're 24 years old. You've got so much potential in front of you. You've got so much potential. You've got so much ahead of you. And look, think about all the high school students, all the college students, all the recent college graduates that are in that point of their lives. Like, what am I going to do? They're looking for role models. They're looking for people just like you that are willing to share their story. They may not connect with uh, some old CEO that's got millions of dollars. Yeah, that's a good person to look up to and a good person to say, hey, I want to do what he's done. But they may not have as much in common with that guy on a yacht as they do with someone who just graduated college and who had you know, you had your head on straight and you said, no, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to write that book. So I would continue. Uh, I would encourage you, George, to share your story as much as possible. Speak in as many high schools and colleges as you can and continue to do your, uh, your mentoring because those are the kids that you're going to impact and they're going to take your message and love it because that shows them that they can absolutely do it and that it is possible because you've done it and you can certainly show them the way. So uh, great job. And thank you so much for, for sharing with us today, George. Thank you for having me, man. And uh, this only just, you know, puts into, puts into my, my, uh, my, my mission of what I want to do is so muchly needed because you talk about high school and college and I, I, I live that I'm still living it, you know, being 24, I know what it's like to, you know, want to potentially go out versus stay home and get some work done. You know, being a real estate agent, I have uh, responsibilities and things of that nature, just, you know, my interests as far as loving to read and just, you know, digest information. And sometimes people think that's boring, but when you start to learn more, even with music, you know, the more you learn, the more you understand, you start to understand music more. You start to understand the metaphors. You understand what the, what these artists are talking about. So, uh, mm -hmm. yes, I definitely would take your advice and uh, keep sharing my message because they need it the most. 
and I enjoy it, being having the relatability to share it and, and let them know that success is attainable no matter what your current circumstances are. Absolutely, because I'll tell you what, you're, you're the one that's going to speak their language better than anybody else because you were just there. You just graduated college, I'm assuming, within the last, you know, three, three or four years or so. You're 24. You probably graduated at 2021. 20, and those are the people that are going to look up to you, and especially even the high school kids because they're at that point right now what college do I go to? Where can I take my life? They've got parents and teachers uh, hitting them down, you know, with bombs every day of do this and do that and do this and do that. I, 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 in all seriousness, George, share your story as much as possible. Anyone who says otherwise that, you know, you need to be, uh, you said the first person's perspective suggestion years ago was oh you need to be successful before you write a book i would say that that is certainly not something to consider definitely listen to michael and listen to your own heart continue to share your message and get out there in front of those high school kids those college kids those recent grads let them know what you've done and just extend your hand and i guarantee you're going to get a lot of people that reach back and allow you to guide them. So continue to do that. Go ahead and shout out the name of your website. How can people get in contact with you and let us know whatever links you've got for social media right now for the people uh, listening. So my, my website is uh, glempowerment.com. It's www.glempowerment.com. There's a blog page. You, if you ever you know have any questions or you're looking for some motivational advice or just, you know, something to start your day with, you can always come there and leave any questions. Uh, you can email me at george at glempowerment.com. I'll definitely, you know, take emails there. And uh, I have Facebook. You can use my uh, Facebook link, which is George Lynch. If you have any trouble finding me, just reach out to me via email and we can take it from there. And ultimately, just reach out to me, man. I'll give you my personal phone number. My my phone number is 518-844-4095. And I'm only giving it out because anyone that needs a positive message, I I don't mind sharing it with them. I love it. I love it. Lawrence, do you have any closing words for George? I just, it's it's been a wonderful, wonderful interview being able to, you know, today everybody's so down on on the young kids that are that are out there saying that millennials are this and that, and it's just drudgery, drudgery, drudgery. It's just so nice. It's so uplifting to know that there are people like George out there, and there are people like George helping other people out there. So thank you so much, George, for just wonderful, wonderful perspective. And I've just had a great time listening to you today. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, as, as as you said, I'll take your advice and just keep doing what I'm doing because it has a purpose ultimately. Yes, definitely. And George, feel free to reach out to Lawrence or myself anytime and we'll be glad to help you out. And we wish you the best and look forward to helping you and working with you in the near future. All righty. Thank you, man. You guys have a good day. All right, George. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All righty.
All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick 20-second break, and we'll be back with the show wrap-up. This is Angie Taylor from AttractingWellness.com. Are you wanting to make changes in your life and you don't know where to begin? Start by listening to the Change Book Series radio show where you'll hear from each of the amazing co-authors as they share inspiring tips that guide you to live a better life today. All right, and we're back. Lawrence, how are you feeling about today's radio show? I thought it was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Super guy. I think that he is incredibly authentic and sincere, and when he says reach out to him, you know, suck it up and reach out and say hey, and (laughs) maybe maybe there's some synergy there where uh, the two or three or 100 of you can get together and really facilitate some actual change in the world. You know, there are a lot of people bitching about the world, but not a lot of people doing anything to change it. Uh-huh. And I think that change happens, you know, when great minds get together and, and decide to create some kind of action. So, you know, George is giving you that invitation. Reach out and uh, take it. Absolutely. And as always, if you want to connect with George personally or any of the co-authors, including our founders and mentors, Jim Britt and Jim Lutz, myself, Lawrence, or any other rock star authors from around the globe. We've got 200 plus co-authors. We're in 11 books, working on 12, 20, over 20 countries. Uh, what you, what you want to do is I know you're on social media. I know you're on Facebook because you're listening right now. Go ahead in your search Screen, you're going to look for the Change Book Group. It's a free public group. All you've got, all you got to do is just go to that page, click the Join button, and you'll be accepted. You know, pretty much right away. If not, maybe you got to wait an hour or so. But join our free public Facebook group, and you'll have the opportunity to connect with Jim Britt and Jim Lutz, our co-founders. Uh, you'll connect with Lawrence, you'll connect with me, you'll connect with George Lynch, you'll connect with rock star people like Deb Crow and Kelly Locatelli. And hey, guess who else is in there? Craig Wayne Boyd. We talked to him a couple weeks ago. You know him from uh, The Voice Season 7. Michael Cole. We were just talking about Michael today. He inspired George to write the book. All kinds of amazing people in that group. And it's a great opportunity to connect, ask some questions, find out what, when these people are doing programs, and seminars, writing other books, what they've got. And this is a great opportunity to connect with leaders around the globe. So join that group. And as always, we invite you, please, please, to go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review How do you think we're doing? What else can we do to provide a great show for you each and every week? Let us know. Love to have your star rating and written review. Let us know how we're doing, and it'll help us to better serve you in future episodes. Lawrence, do you have anything else? Well, no, because you took everything I usually say, as always, but uh, (laughs) I'm good. Just get out there and please uh, rate and review us, folks, and uh, just be a part of this community. It's it's great 
fun and they're just amazing people that can teach you and just enjoy it. Enjoy your life. What were you going to say? That was it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much, everybody, for listening once again. We love you, and we'll be talking to you again next week, same time, same channel. On behalf of Lawrence Pipkin and myself, Rich Perry, thank you for tuning in to the Change Book Radio Show, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, and be excellent. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.